0: Pick one up at Costco and other fine retailers, or visit us at x
1: Money invested in more. Think of the show as Chuck Norris meets Wall Street. We'll talk about anything that you want to talk about. Apple, iPad Mini, big event today. What are they going to call it? What would be called the iPad Mini? Not likely, but we'll find out. Big presentation comes today, 10 a.m. Pacific time. Chesapeake Energy will be in the news. They plan to pay off more than $4 billion of a bridge loan following the sale of some uh, Permian Basin oil and gas properties. They sold $12 billion in assets this year to relieve a cash crunch on the company. This is what we do. We talk about what's working and what's not working on Wall Street. We debate what the economy truly is doing, the record levels of cash that corporations have. Is that important or not? I think it is. talk about Marissa Mayer. I'm so in love with her. It's so awkward. Like I tend not to like blondes, but I'm in. She's turning around Yahoo. She seems to be the first sober or real or in touch CEO at that company. For her to say, you know, we've got 70 mobile apps and we need to condense that, right we all know that but at least she's saying it major averages eked out slight gains yesterday weird day weird rally at the end of the day weird weird rally at the end of the day yesterday there's nothing out there that's telling us like construct build there's value for sure, but there's no reason to can be constructive as far as revenues are coming in limp. It's not sexy. You know the word limp's not sexy, right? Revenues are limping in. SP 500's down 18, the NASDAQ's down 26, the Dow Jones and the average down 175. That feels big. So Major Average just eked out a gain yesterday. Will we pull it off today? Not feeling like we should, but could we? Sure. You know, uh the quantitative easing pump has been primed. A New York Times report suggests that Fed Chairman Ben Bernanke may not sign up for a third term, even if President Barack Obama is reelected. That's got people a little freaked out, demon-known versus demon-unknown. Not everyone agrees with Ben Bernanke's policy-making decisions. Nonetheless, though, the idea that he might stand down at the end of his second term isn't making the liquidity-starved market feel at ease. So the results are a big concern right now on Wall Street. They're illustrating to us the fact that quantitative easing while supported for stocks, doesn't really make that much economic difference. Yeah, corporate America's got flush with cash. Yes, they've refinanced their debt. That helps. By the end, tech sentiment's seen year-over-year year revenue drops. Yahoo got a 1.6% gain. That's anemic. to Stake, 3M down one-half of 1%. DuPont down 11%. Harley Davidson down 11%. Illinois Tool Works down 1.7%. UPS down. Whirlpool down. Xerox down in revenue. Down goes the revenue on a year-over-year basis. No one is cheering today. Yay! Go Giants! That's about as much as I can get out, right? A big yawn. I don't know. Something about that rain that was fun. Something about that rain with Aaron Andrews. More fun. Something about that blonde ex-Timmy Lansacombe. Who's she? Coach. They stand out in respect this morning. Revenue's up 10%. Coach is a good company. It's one of those companies that when they have a bad quarter, you like it. When they have a bad year, you like it even more. I'm not one to say buy this stock today. I can make a case for it. You know, it's play that game. Let's take a look at the stock in the last year. Around 50 seems to be its bottom. Trades 15 times this year's earnings. Has a 2% dividend yield. Trades 12 times next year's earnings. It's an exception. It's not the norm. It's tough to say. Go out and buy luxury now. They doubled their overseas growth. Quarterly figures shined. Made 221 million buckaroos. CEO says company remains well positioned for the holiday season. Announced a share buyback of a billion and a half dollars of shares. International revenue grew 15%. Revenue at U.S. locations grew 8%. Good quarter, but then you just sober up and you go. United Tech not so good. 3M, Dupont. So Yahoo came out last night, hitting profit at thirty-five cents a share, ten cents above expectations. Melissa Mayer, Melissa, Melissa. What is her damn name? Everyone seems to report it differently. But I love her. I know her husband probably has an issue with that. That's okay. He's a philo- anthropo- philanthropist, anthropologist, geologist. He's probably believing a meteorologist. Like he's got every freaking fragging thing that a woman wants in front of his name. Like puppy lover. So anyway, um, she suggested the company may use the proceeds of the companies from its stake in Alibaba to buy back stock. She said, we're looking at mobile. Their conference called mobile, 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 Google, Facebook night earnings. What will they say? Text instruments reported profit of 45 cents a share. Revenue came in slightly above expectations, but again, it's just not good enough. They're being affected by a trend of manufacturers making their own chips for devices like smartphones and tablets. Apple, iPad Mini Day. Yay. Pricing not known on it. You know, I've looked at the rumored pricing and it seems weird that their pricing would be cheaper for iPad Mini than iPod. That doesn't make sense to me. We will have to look at that. A third yacht in one segment. I need a nap. Nokia. They're planning on nearly a billion dollar sale of convertible bonds to boost their cash reserves. Company said today to do new phone models next month, trying to compete with Apple. Blah, 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 blah. Good luck, Nokia. Rent-a-center. Which is a funny name if you think about it. They matched expectations for their profits. The rent to own company saw revenue come in well below expectations. Third quarter results 70% of SP 500 companies have beat analyst expectations, but sales have missed 60% of the companies. So earnings are fine. Revenue is anemic. You're listening to Roberto Negro y Doleros on the Wall Street Business Network. Find me online at robblack.com.
0: listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KBOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome back again.
1: Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing in more stocks are falling fast today on earnings reports. Commodities are sinking. It's not a pretty day. It's been a good year. It's been a very, very good year. It's not a pretty day. 3M, the maker of products ranging from scotch tape to dental braces. DuPont, the most valuable chemical company, they're all down over 3%. That's a big move down. Freeport, mcmoran Copper, and Gold, Dow Chemical, down 3%. Coach, they're up 6.7%. They beat expectations. It's got to be a coach bag. So Apple, a little bit lower today. They had a big move up yesterday. I've had many coming this morning at 10 o'clock. It's expected. Let's take a quick look at the market numbers and figure out where we are. Again, don't shoot the messenger. The Dow is down 206, down 1.5 percent. The Nasdaq's down 30, down 1 percent. The SP 500s down 20, down 1.4 percent. Let's welcome in CFP Chad Burton. He is the financial house planner of the show. Rob Black and your money. I think kind of you know some people have house bands. I've got a house planner, which is kind of nice to know. Um, let's talk estate planning tips. Uh, estate planning is clearly tied towards our elderly population, and estate planners are. Tips are typically tied to people with money, something they need to plan. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: You know, first of all, when you're doing your estate plan, you need to review it carefully with the attorney every two years. The state tax laws are changing all the time. We went from
1: those five years.
2: uh, Right now, it's every two because the state tax law is changing so drastically. So, for example, um, 2009, you could pass on, well, prior to. To the Bush tax cuts, you can right. pass like six hundred and fifty thousand dollars on your without a big estate tax. Then it went up two million, then two, then two thousand nine. It was three and a half million. Two thousand ten, it went away and was replaced by a capital gains tax when you die. And then two thousand twelve, right now, it's five million bucks, and you can gift five million dollars away while you're living. It used to be only a million. So, like, if you wanted to gift more than a million out of your state while you you were alive, you'd have to pay you know thirty five percent plus in gift taxes. Right. So now there's a huge gifting opportunity to gift stuff outside of your estate. But you've really got to do long-term financial planning projections. How much can you afford to gift? Who do you want to gift it to? How much control do you want to have after death? Uh, really work to figure out how to protect your children from lawsuits and divorce that they'll see in their future. Um, so the, the estate law is changing every year right now. So if you're not reviewing your trust and your, your wishes every two years with your attorney, um, you're doing yourself and your family a disservice, really.
1: What was that mumbo-jumbo about protecting your kids from lawsuits after you die?
2: Well, so if, you, if the kids get the money out, right, and it's part of their overall estate and right. they're sued for something, they could lose it in a lawsuit. Okay. Um, so let's say your kid's a contractor and, you know, you're going to leave them money, but they're a contractor. So, you know, if they do something wrong and the house burns down and they get sued – yeah. Why, then they could lose the assets. My kids won't be contractors. But if it's um, in, held in a trust that they can't you know, have 100% control of, it can be protected. Also, if you leave people money, right? If, you, if, if, if I was to inherit money from my parents, which they don't have any, so I won't. <laughs> if I was, though, and I put it into my joint account with a spouse, and then we get divorced, they get half because co- we've commingled the assets. Okay. But if they keep it in separate property, it's not pulled into the divorce at all. And uh, so most people aren't good at keeping property separate because a lot of times you get married, the first couple of years, everything's great, right? Absolutely. And I've you co stuff, and then all of a sudden half's gone 10 years later. So you have to keep it in separate property. Um, but even better, if it's held in trust for them to protect their lifestyle going forward, it's protected from lawsuits, divorce, and all that kind of good stuff.
1: You know, I have a question for you. Is How much estate planning have you done? Because you're still relatively young. You're probably mm-hmm. going to work another 20-plus years minimum. You're going to accumulate a lot more wealth probably in your 50s and 60s. You know, after the kids are gone to college, it' a little snowball for you. Your company continues to grow each year. Um, how much estate planning have you actually done in, at this this stage of the game?
2: A lot. I did a lot. You know, even you know my oldest is 12. So um, even back when you was 12, you still have to look at your gross value of your estate, right? Because first of all, probate is on the gross value of your estate. The probate costs, which are mandated costs. We have Michelle Lerman on here talking about this all the time. Where even if, you're, if you, you have a million dollar home and 30000 in your 401k, but your mortgage is 600000 so you think you're not worth that much, um, your, your gross estate is prior to your debts. And that's what probate is on. And So the first part of estate planning is protecting the cost of probate. Second is, you know, what happens to your kids and your kids' money? And so you've got to calculate your life insurance in there too, as far as how much are my kids going to inherit? And would you want an eighteen to twenty-five year old inheriting a
1: couple million dollars worth of life insurance? Heck no! Does a trust really save you that much money in probate? Because I hear Michelle oh, Lerman, yeah. she says you know you could pay me forty to sixty in probate, or you could pay me four thousand for a trust. Like why is she telling people to do a trust when a probate would clearly it's make more money? Probate's not fun. I okay.
2: mean it's, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of You know, court issues, all all a will is, Rob, is a letter to the court on how you want your estate probated. Yep. And so that means courts are getting fees, attorneys are getting fees, document filing fees, all this stuff happens that really adds up. And, you know, when you have a trust, it's a much easier process to settle an estate.
1: I've got a pretty funny will. Where if I die, I'm going to bequeath like a, a sack full of my toenails to Chad. Because I want the lawyer, reading, Chad Burton, you have to come to my office. There's something in the will that Rob Black wants to give you,
2: but you've left your instructions on your laser disc. <sighs> oh, so he's going to be able
1: to figure out what you want. Don't mock me my laser disc <laughs> and my Betamaxes. <laughs> um, but can you put in cool things like leaving Chad Burton a, a box of toenails in a trust?
2: You can, yeah, if you want to. But, I mean, you've got to, you can be creative too, where let's say you want your kids to be involved in the money management inside the trust. You can say, here's X number of dollars that you're going to get from 30 to 35 um, By the way, though, if you put money into a retirement account, the trust will reimburse you for doing that. So that forces them to put money into a retirement account, invest it, and have a reason to get involved with saving. You see what I mean? So you can have that control and, and, uh, after you pass away, and that's, that's really a good thing. I mean, you know, we're just in a generation where there's just not enough education in our schools for kids when it comes to money. Oh, yeah. I mean, Do you remember, if you, the, the most education I got was learning how to write a check in like freshman year in high school.
1: That's it. I learned how to sew in high school. You're listening to Rob Black, Your Money at CFP, Chad and You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. You can find me at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. We can talk about anything that you want to talk about, money, investing, and clearly much, much more there's crazy stories out there that are investable. Shares of Monster Beverage yesterday down huge. The energy drinks were cited in five deaths, according to the report from the Food and Drug Administration. They're stocked down 14% on the day. The FDA has received adverse incident reports involving Monster Energy drinks. Crazy, right? reports first disclosed the New York Times requested under a Freedom of Information Act a 14-year-old Maryland girl who died in December from heart problems after drinking monster drinks two days in a row I could push the stock a lot lower it was Rob Black and your money on the Wall Street Business Network find me online at robblack.com that's robblack.com
0: You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station.
1: So before break, I was talking about Monster Beverage, publicly traded, ticker symbol MNST. Speaking of this, Rob. Before break, I was talking about publicly traded company Monster Beverage, ticker symbol MNST. And Nanos has gone cautious on it. And this is clearly an area where sodas, people don't drink sodas anymore. Seriously, I gave up Diet Coke when I went into a business meeting and I looked like I had a cigarette in my hands. Like people were like going, what the hell is that? You have a Diet Oh, my God. So I gave it up. Just cold turkey this year. The monster drinks are kind of popular. in fuego not suffering from that carbonation uh, disappointment. I don't know, something along those lines. I think you see where I'm going at with this. So Monster could be in play. I told you that a little girl died of a heart attack, ultimately. Heart problems. Drank two Monster drinks. The equivalent of 14 sodas of caffeine. Parents blame the company. The company says, eh, we don't think so. We think your daughter had a weak heart. Target's in the news today. TD Bank Group is going to acquire Target's U.S. credit card portfolio and into a seven-year program agreement. I can't get much of a story out of that. TD Ameritrade expects its Tier 1 capital ratio to decrease by approximately 20 basis points on the deal. President Obama said in the debate last night, the defense sequestration will not happen. Lockheed Martin, Northrop Grumman, Raytheon, Loral, Boeing, General Dynamics—all positive on that news. So we don't really know what this fiscal cliff is going to look like. I'll tell you what—I was driving into work this morning. My car lost some power this morning. I don't know what's up with that. I think I threw a spark plug. If anyone's good at figuring out car problems, drop me an email, rob at robblack.com. It's rob at robblack.com. still drivable, but significant loss of power. Um, Where do I go with this? I know, new car, right? <laughs> That's probably the right answer. Oh, good golly. What else is there to discuss this morning? Oh, Apple. Let's talk a little bit about this. Oh, the Toyota Prius is the best selling car in California. Yay! Toyota Prius, best selling car in California. Radio Shack's a loser today, down 14%. They had a big earnings miss, third quarter loss. Who shops at Radio Shack? Seriously. Who shops at Radio Shack? Whatever American shops at Radio Shack, we need to deport to. Canada cuz I don't know one person. Ooh. I need to hook up a a mixer to my uh car and then I'm going to run it over to my computer and then on my wireless network. Okay, so I understand going to radio Shack for that. But who does that? Brian Austin Green, I know you're saying Brian Austin Green. You mean Mr. Megan Fox? Yes, Mr. Megan Fox. He lost a $200,000 lawsuit against his long-term ex-girlfriend, mother of his 10-year-old son, Vanessa Marcel. He sued the former Beverly Hills 90210 actress claimed that uh, he gave her a loan she never repaid, $10,000. Statute of limitations has run out on that. Now she's allowed to sue him for $50,000 for a frivolous lawsuit. What's that tell you? A. Uh, don't lend money to friends or family. Unless there's a contract. B. Being Mr. Megan Fox still gets you far in some circles, but not in mine. Moody's this morning has downgraded five Spanish regions, including Catalonia. Is there a joke in there somewhere? Probably. UPS had a horrible number, but the stock's actually trading higher because it was expected. Apple today, expect the expected. They've got an event titled, We've Got a Little More Something to Show You. Little More. That's the idea there, the iPad mini, little, little. It's going to begin at about 10 o'clock our time. they are going to stream it all over the internet. It's probably going to be called the iPad mini. Some analysts have said iPad Air, which I think sounds like a horrible idea. But then again, the whole name of iPad sounded horrible because it brought up images of tampons and Pads, but it's worked. The iPad mini it's going to have a 7.85 inch display screen. It's going to have a teeny tiny thin little aluminum case. It'll offer a 4 and 3 aspect ratio. Probably going to have Bluetooth, Wi Fi, LTE capabilities, two cameras. It may have different storage. It could start at 8 gigabytes. What will it price at? $249, $329. $329 seems to be the number today. Previous reports have put it at lower at $250, but when you have an iPod that costs $299, you are going to price the iPad mini at 249 I don't know. At least date could be in about a week. We may get some uh, Mac refreshes. The 13-inch MacBook Pro with Retina display. The Retina Max, limited to 15 and 17-inch models. We'll see what they got for us. You'll want to pay attention today to Verizon, to AT&T, to Sprint. SanDisk and Micron in the world of memory. Cirrus Logic. In the world of codecs, Broadcom for touch screen controllers. LPL for the screen. Sony for the battery. Sawtech for the power amp. You see how Microsoft, um I'm sorry, good God. Bad Rob Black, bad Rob Black. See how, uh, Apple has a little, kinda like a little ecology. You know, they get Qualcomm, on the RF chip modem player. STM Micro for the gyroscope, accelerometer, Texas Instruments for the touchscreen, TriQuint Semiconductor for the power amp. So there's something going on. UPS came out and uh, reported, like I said, bad numbers, but stocks higher because we kind of knew it, i.e. it's already been punished for pre-announcing. Some people wonder why DuPont didn't pre-announce because they had a really awful quarter. Um, when UPS talks, you pay attention because they have kind of a big footprint I found out something recently all these years I've been wearing 12 and a half sneakers I'm size 14 is my foot getting bigger is that possible big foot equals big shoes for some reason, women like men with big feet. I don't get it. It's not <laughs> as sexy as a big hunch on your back. So Tri-Quit, uh I'm sorry, USA, UPS, they had a record international third quarter operating profit of $449 million. They said Europe was steady. U.S. exports remained weak that the supply chain and freight segment continued to deliver strong results. They said that the company delivered in all their segments, trying to increase operating profit and generating margins similar to or slightly above last year's. They think operating margins will exceed 15% and average daily volumes grow about 3%. Again, not horrible numbers. They expect be mid-digit operating profit, slight improvement in average daily volume growth. They think an improving economy will help demand, and management sees it coming back some next year. They think that the slow global trade is cyclical and it's going to come back. They think the company has a real change in momentum, sequentially month-to-month, going into October. Managers looking for about 3% volume growth. So when you listen to their conference call, you do see some positives. They said business to consumer has continued to show slight declines. It did not get significantly worse from second quarter to third quarter, but it did continue to show some slight declines. So in the industrial sector, they're not seeing a lot of strength. EPS is one of those companies that you pay attention to because there's so much that you can glean in information. Last night when the San Francisco Giants clinched, it's pretty cool. The rain. One thing you could say is the torrential rain in San Francisco gave probably one of the coolest looking celebrations ever. Like Barry Zito's wife is a good looking woman, but soaking wet, she may be the best looking woman on the planet. Sergio Remo, he probably has some game in dancing. But when he's dancing in a downfall, it's even better. Scudero drinking rain on his lips in the sweet celebration of catching the final out. Pretty tender. I liked it. Angel Pagan, good-looking man in the first place. But soaking wet, he looks like he could take over a third-world country. He becomes that much more charismatic. You listen Raw Black in your money? On the Wall Street Business Network.
0: AM twelve twenty KDOW traffic. Willis is with Albert Friedman Company. If you look at the Apple, yes, diehard radio station. Welcome back in,
1: Rob Black at Your Money. I'm Rob Black. You can find me on Twitter, Rob Black Show. I think I have almost a thousand followers which is enough to probably take over a small town. If I can get you all involved in group thinking, I'm pretty sure we could take Belmont. I don't think their police department's all that impressive and their fire not great. Look we'll at 999 followers. Who's going to be the thousandth person to follow me? Do you win anything? No. Let's talk about some tech trends. I think this is always worth mentioning. First and foremost, I do not have a top ten list, but Gartner has a top ten list and ten critical tech trends for the next five years. This is a way to make some money if you can catch the right trend. Enterprise app stores. Hmm. I don't even know what that means. Like some of it needs to, you need to think about. By 2014, there's going to be 70 billion mobile app downloads from app stores every year. By 2014, most organizations will deliver mobile apps to workers via private application stores. By 2014, so, okay, I got that. Most deliver mobile apps to workers via private. Because you want to make sure that the app you install is legit and not spyware or anything like that. There will be integrated ecosystems, more packaging of software and services to address infrastructure application workload. There will be more shipment of appliances with software delivered as hardware. A new trend will be virtual appliances, which Gartner sees gaining in popularity over the next five years. Another big trend coming in, number eight on the list, although it's not a countdown. It's just where I'm throwing it. Mainstream in-memory computing. That's change your expectations, design, and architecture of what's out there. It could boost performance and response times. It enables real-time self-service business intelligence. SAP and others are going to accelerate delivery of applications in 2012 and 2013 to leverage into memory capability. Another big trend is actionable analytics. Cloud packaged analytics and big data continuing to accelerate. They can now perform analytics and simulation on every action taken in business. Strategic big data organizations need to focus on non-traditional data types and external data sources. Hadoop. Going to gain momentum. Big data is going to meet social. Five richest big data sources on the web include social graph, intent graph, consumption graph, interest graph, and mobile graph. Like, this is all crazy stuff for a lot of us. Like, I'm still digesting that ball game last night. And Barry his wife. The Internet of Things, the Internet of Things is already here. Over 50% of Internet connections are things. In 2011, 15 billion things will be on the web with 50 billion plus intermittent connections. By 2020, over 30 billion connected things with over 200 billion with intermittent connections. Key technologies that will push the Internet relationship will be near-field communications, image recognition, embedded sensors. 70% of enterprises a single executive will oversee all Internet-connected things. It's the Internet of everything, plus there will be a personal cloud. Personal cloud will center on our digital lives for apps, content, and preferences sync across all devices. Services become much, 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 much more important. Devices become less important. When you have a service like Mint that tracks your spending and tracks your budget, and it just also so happens to be a situation that is easy for you to get on your phone or on your computer or tablet, maybe your television. Global applications are going to be a big business trend in the future. JavaScript performance will push HTML5 and browser as the mainstream application developer environment. There will be a long shift to HTML5 from native apps as HTML5 becomes more capable. But no, native apps won't disappear. They'll offer the best experiences out there. Another and the, probably the biggest business trend to you know get behind as an investor and to think about is mobile. Mobile experience is eclipsing the desktop experience. You know, LinkedIn, open table, they seem to be the only companies really making money in mobile. Mobile experience is eclipsing the desktop experience. Cloud and mobile are mutually reinforcing trends that kind of need each other. Consumerization, driving tablets into the enterprise. It's already annoying to walk into a store and see a sales person with a tablet. It's going to be normal. It's not going to be annoying. It's like it's the way of doing business. By 2015, tablet shipments will be 50% of the laptop shipments. With Windows 8 in third place behind Apple and Android, Microsoft's share of overall client platform is going to fall to 60%. It could drop to 50%. In the next five years of smartphones, Windows will pass Research in Motion to be the number three player, and it could be the same size as Apple in units by 2015. Windows 8 will be relatively niche, with most appealing to uh, enterprise buyers. So this is the top trends in technology as projected by Gartner Group. Can you make money on that? You can. Should you listen to podcasts of that? Sure, if you want, you can find it online at iTunes under Rub Lack Your Money. I put up the show every day, commercial free. For those of you who want to consume the show, In 84 minutes versus 120 minutes. You're listening to me, Rob Black. The show is Rob Black and Your Money on the Wall Street Business Network. Find me on Twitter, Rob Black Show. That's my handle. YouTube, Rob Black Show. Facebook group page, I Hate Rob Black. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on the Wall Street Business Network.
0: better than average in latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network.
1: Welcome in to Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing and more. Just got an email. You can drop me an email, rob at robblack.com, where it's comes from Mary. She goes, I love your show, though every now and then I find myself yelling at you a bit on a disagreement, which is fair. That's all the email that I have to really read to you. Because I think that's a good starting point. We don't have to agree. And I'm totally fine not agreeing. It doesn't mean I don't like you. It doesn't mean you don't like me. My job is to try to present to you news from the financial world, from the business world, from the investment world, that you hopefully can use a bit. My job is sometimes to be shocking, to turn a boring story into a bit better of a story. Home values jumped the most since 2006. That's kind of good news. It's not the greatest news. But if you're leveraged into the product, you're very, very, very pleased. So home values jumped 1.3% in the third quarter. That's a nice number. The median value of a home, which Lord knows I can't find this home, is $153,800 in the United States. Now that's on a quarterly basis. Sometimes we get month-to-month data that looks good. We get excited by it. Quarterly numbers a little bit better than a month-to-month. Is the home the best investment you'll ever make? No. It's the best liability you'll ever undertake. The amount that you pay yourself in rent is your mortgage. It looks like you're paying the bank, but every month you're paying yourself some principal in rent. A home is an awful investment when you look at it as a paid-off vehicle because it doesn't adjust for inflation. So if you pay off your home, let's say it's worth a million dollars. I can name you 25 things that have gone up in cost in the last 10 years, starting with gasoline and food. So, beer, I remember when beer was six bucks for a six pack. Now you're paying nine ninety nine for a good six pack it's eleven ninety nine. So your home is not the best investment you'll ever make. Your home is a huge liability that you'll undertake that you'll do pretty good in over time, but you probably still won't beat inflation. Your house in theory has to increase at a rate close to the way wages are increasing. Wages haven't really increased in the last 10 years. So the housing bubble burst makes some sense. On top of it, the housing bubble burst that we had makes a lot of sense when you start to see what sort of loans were made. Now just because some, you know, people are coming in and flipping houses doesn't mean you could do it. We need unemployment rates to continue to decline. The housing market's clearly on the mend. The housing bottom is going to be a protracted one though. Muted appreciations what's to be expected. Can we get better? Of course we can. So values nationwide are gonna increase about one point seven percent over the next year to be expected. But again, home values need wages because someone has to buy it from you. Someone who's younger, in theory, will buy your house at some point. Or they'll buy into your neighborhood and tear down your house. Facebook's been accused this morning of bombarding users with ads for Chinese knockoffs of NFL products. Is that enough of a story? Three surprises came out of Yahoo's conference call last night, Marissa Meyer's first earnings call, Yahoo's reinvesting in brand advertising technology and boosting Yahoo's search market share. She said during the call that she was uncomfortable with the relationship with Microsoft. They're considering small acquisitions in the world of mobile and ad tech. She's comfortable being referred to as a media executive. Is she a product executive or a media executive? So there's some good news. She's got an alternative to layoffs in her head that might still involve lots of people getting fired. They've got too many employees. They need to fix its cost structure. Everyone knows that. They're looking at a large-scale restructuring. Or can she align the company around her current strategy, which is mobile, 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 mobile? What's her time frame for turnaround? You know, it's, it's not industry rates. She wants to grow faster than industry rates. That's the first step. She said it's to be a long-term project. Her previous CEO at Yahoo promised instant turnarounds, and they couldn't deliver. So people got better. I think it was a pretty good call. Oh, good golly. Uh, revenue's have been pretty awful in this earning season. Earnings have been fine, but revenues have been very problematic it's ugly. Take a look at the market numbers today. Anytime you're down 100, it feels bad. Anytime you're down 200, it feels real bad. Dow's down 240, down 1.8%. The Nasdaq's down 33, down 1.1%. The SP 500 down 22, down 1.5%. RFK Jr. says today, Renewable energy is the key to U.S. growth. I think everyone kind of sees that on some level, right? I hope we do. One of the most important issues this year in the election has been energy. There's an addiction to oil that keeps us dependent on other countries. I think everyone wants us to be energy independent. But when you look in the rearview mirror right now, you see a lot of carbon. You know, a solar plant in the Mojave Desert makes a lot of sense. It's going to take another three years to complete, but it makes a lot of sense when compared to coal. So the solar plant costs $3 billion a gigawatt versus $15 billion for a nuclear plant. One-fifth cost. Alternative energy sources like solar and wind are not only environmentally friendly, but they're pretty good economic choices over the long term. We can do it cheaper. We can do it more efficiently. That's the goal. You're going to see some states' economic survivability depend on it. You know, how many miners? Mama, don't let your kids grow up to be coal miners, right? Probably not a good career choice. The Dow, the SP 500, the NASDAQ are all falling sharply today. Microsoft, will they get their groove back with Windows 8? Or will the iPad mini, again, start pushing more and more people to the realization that operating systems are becoming less important as more and more gadgets get online? you're listening to Rob Black and your money, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me on my Twitter handle, Rob Black Show. My Facebook group page, I Hate Rob Black. My YouTube channel, Rob Black Show. Email rob at robblack.com.
0: You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station.
1: Welcome in, Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I'm not a big fan of fish. Never have been. There's a new study out that says 86% of our seafood is imported. About half that import is raised on factory farms called aquaculture. Asia is the number one producer of aquaculture products, dominating 89% of the industry. Here's some facts. Tilapia in China's fish farms are fed pig and geese manure. Even though that likely contains salmonella, it makes the tilapia more susceptible to disease. Mmm, I want me some fresh tilapia. In Vietnam, farm shrimp mounds of the United States. They're kept with heaps of ice made from tap water that teems with pathogenic bacteria. There's trash on the floor at some factories. Flies that crawl over baskets of processed shrimp stacked in unchilled rooms. Asian shrimp farmers rely heavily on antibiotics that are banned in the United States. Of 30 samples tested by ABC News, 10% came back with dangerous antibiotics levels. About a quarter of the foodborne illness outbreaks in the United States, 2005 to 2010, come from seafood. Another reason to hate fish. The band. And fish the product. Am I calling for a boycott of fish? The band? Yes, I am. Let's take a quick look. Got the Dow down 240 points. NASDAQ down 33. The S&P 500 down 22. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. I always, always endorse sending your kids to college if you can. And think about sending your kids to college the day they're born because it's expensive. That's all I know. I don't go much further than that. What do we need to know about college costs, Chad?
2: Well, you know, one thing—it's a serious problem in this country because of long-term ability to be competitive. Right now, it costs almost 30 grand a year for tuition, books, room, and board at a UC college. Rob, 30 okay. grand a year. So that means right now it's 120 grand for a four-year degree. And if we're seeing continued cost of college inflating at about six percent or so, that means by the time your you know newborn is 18. A UC college could cost $340,000. So that means you'd have to save about 800 per month from the day the kid's born at 7%. And that's very, very difficult to do for most families. That's pretty it's insane for most families, right?
1: So if you haven't started saving by age six, you're already, what, $4,800, $5,000 behind?
2: Plus, plus some compound interest, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's, that's. Do what I do. You know, if you have a child, you know, uh, staple his right arm to his body. So he develops a good left? And and make him a pitcher. That's I mean that's my only hope.
2: <laughs> that's good. And what if he wants to be a swimmer, then he's just gonna swim in circles. <laughs>
1: that's wrong on so many levels.
2: <laughs> you over over the left arm, it's not my fault. Anyways yeah. The issue is that you really got to focus on saving for yourself first. Don't let Wall Street products, including five twenty nine plans or people that try to sell insurance for college planning t- to fool you into you know scare you into saving for your kid and not for yourself. you got to do it for yourself first yeah. because you know I work my way through college it's possible to do it. You can go through a you know community college for the first couple of years and then graduate somewhere else later. There's going to be other options
1: out there um, and it's so, funny that you mentioned that because. You know, I'm kind of a food snob, and I'm kind of a hotel snob. I'm also a kind of a college snob. Like, I wouldn't want my kid to go to a UC school. Like, nothing against people that go to UC schools, but they use their diplomas for, like, parking, you know, handicap parking. Like, UC schools aren't that great. I, I'm an East Coast college kind of snob.
2: And that's the, that's the fear. I mean, what if you, you know, that's save $340,000 and your, your kid gets a degree in philosophy? <sighs> I mean, you know, how, <laughs> it's brutal, isn't it? And put them in an orphanage.
1: <laughs> Twenty-one
2: I, years old, you're going to the orphanage. Not at that age. They're still going to be on your health insurance plan too,
1: so watch out. But, so health insurance issues. What's that all about?
2: Well, I mean, under Affordable Care Act, you know, depending on what happens, the, the you know kids can stay on your health insurance plan till age 26 if they're dependent.
1: What else do we need to know about these? how shall we say, buckets of disease that we call children. They cost us a lot of money for college. They cost us a lot of money for health insurance. What other good news you got for me?
2: too. Oh my gosh. I mean, realize the cost of having children before you have them. Um, well, first of all, let's say you've become on track. You're on track. Let's say you have children. You're on track for retirement, which means you've always been saving. You know, up to 12 to 15 percent of pay from the day you started working. Okay. You have extra money. You can put that money to work in 529 plans, as long as the kids are younger, um, and you have excess income, and you don't think you're going to qualify for financial aid. Put it in the 529 plans. Um, That's where you put the money in. It grows tax-free as long as it's used for education. Now, if the kid isn't the right kid to go to college and you want to name a different kid or a different family member, you can totally do that without any tax penalties. Now, I I don't pretend to be an expert in college aid in any way, shape, or form. Do you play one on television, though? Not at all. Not even on radio. Yeah, I do wealth management and retirement planning. Um, But you really need to focus on, especially if the kid's older, before you start saving money and funneling money to different areas is to get to know scholarships options that are out there, financial aid options, and you even compare 529 plans. So a couple of good websites for you, Uh, finaid.org, so F-I-N-A-I-D.org. You can learn a lot about financial aid there. Um, collegeboard.com. They have also good financial aid info and college search info and other kind of, you know, mentoring about college. They actually have an office in San Jose. I was, I just realized now. So collegeboard.com CollegeExpress.com is also an okay site. It helps people search for scholarships. Um, you know, if kids need to know how important it is for them to get through college, they'll do some extra work to get some scholarships. If you know, you assign that to them as a parent. Um, and don't forget, too, if you're going to do a 529 plan and you want some free money, people still forget about YouPromise.com. It's out there, and that's the letter YouPromise.com. You can sign up all of your credit cards. You can have family members sign up their credit cards, and you get you know cash back on normal spending that you already do that on a quarterly basis will get transferred into the 529 plan that you set up. And it's got to be a 529 plan that works with the program, like with Vanguard. Yeah. Um, but it's ways to get free money for… A situation that's really unreachable right now for a lot of families. And so, the more you do and the smarter you go about it in terms of getting free money, in terms of learning about scholarships and financial aid, the better off you're going to be. But if your kid's like, you know, 12 years old and all of a sudden you're panicking and putting money into a college fund, you might be better off socking that money into a 401k or paying down a home equity line of credit in order to qualify for financial aid. I don't know. You've got to go through those websites. Run some scenarios, and it can tell you what you're going to qualify for financial aid wise. It's it's pretty important to realize that. Good stuff. Anything else that we need to know, Mr. Burton? Um, No, it's just, you know, look for, there's also lots of reports out there, and I wish I had an example of one off the top of my head to give you, but uh, return on equity on different colleges, Um, basically return on your investment, rather. Uh, Which colleges give people the best results in terms of jobs later on and don't be afraid to send the community college first two years and then get a degree from somewhere nice later
1: live in the dream live in the dream with Chad Burton you can find him online at newfocusfinancial.com it's newfocusfinancial.com you can call the show 800-516-1220 that's 800-516-1220 to get your calls there it's Rob Black your money i'm Rob Black talking all things financial Back to Rob Black and your money on AM
0: 1220
1: KDOW. Welcome back again. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, in more. Economists have long watched trends, and we project some of these trends out. One of the trends that we see out there is RV sales. It's an RV indicator. It's one of the most popular data series of types of goods that we consume, it's typically a good sign for the economy, given the traditional relationship between RV sales and the economy. Strong increase in the economy equals strong increases in sales of recreational vehicles. Problem is, they just turned softer recently. RV shipments probably going to advance 275,000 units in 2013, up from 273,000 in 2012, That's slower than the pace of up 8% the previous year because it's up less than one-half of 1%. Winnebago Chairman and CEO Randy Potts said in his earnings call that past experience has shown that motorhome sales closely correlate with both consumer confidence and newly single-family housing starts. They're both showing signs of improvement. You know, boat sales. The reported company... um, company called Marine Max. Their quote on their conference call was, what we believe has been going on more than any other thing is a lot of consumers are business owners, and they're reluctant to make a move right now because they're concerned about what's going to happen in the election year. 800 1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800 1220 to get your calls on the air. Get a phone call slipped in. Bob in San Francisco. Bob?
0: Hi, Rob. Uh, Chad is gone, I guess. I can't ask yep. him what I wanted to get an answer to three years ago. Is he there? He's not here, no. Well, Obamacare passed, so I don't know if I care that I get the answer. I asked you after he left, and you didn't know whether he had actually inflated how much Medicare grows in cost, whether that was inclusive of the Bush boondoggle of 04 drug costs. Anyway, I don't need Thanks to Thanks the one. call. Yeah.
1: Bad call. Bad call. My instinct was that it was going to be a bad call, and it was a bad call. Is <laughs> <sighs> oh, Chad there? No, he's not here. Oh, well, I was going to ask Chad a question if he was there. Now I'm replaying the, the, one of the worst calls ever in my head, and I can't get it out of my head. There's some people that just, I'm going to be quite honest with you, concern me. What's my call on inflation? Good question, Rob. It's back. Black on black, it's back. I think we're going to have a lot of the same. The liquidity that the Fed has provided makes riskier rates so low, it puts a floor on the market. It puts a floor on a correction. But it doesn't help revenues. High yield bonds are risky right now. Inflation's an issue. Do we have inflation? Whether you buy stocks or bonds, inflation looks like it's basically at 2% right now. And that's not a real factor in the world of investments. So we're kind of giving a pass on inflation. How long do we see returns on fixed income being low? Fixed income equals bonds, bond portfolios, income portfolios. And I think it's going to take, you know, Bernanke is basically hinting at he's not coming back. We may see a couple more years of really low rates. If and when rates start to move, it'll be because the market forces, rather than the Fed, very gently ratcheted up rates. What do you mean by market forces, Black? Well, market forces, you know, it hasn't been a vibrant lending world out there to the private sector in no way, shape, or form. We've had a lot of government borrowing at incredibly low rates. But because the Fed's actions has really sort of sterilized all of that, we have some modest increases in corporate borrowing, although a lot of the borrowing is tied towards refinancing other things that have already been outstanding debt and already been purchased. Consumers still continue to do leveraging. You know, I refinanced my home mortgage. I refinanced a rental property mortgage. In one case, I saved years. For the same payment. In another case, I shaved off seven, eight thousand dollars in cash flow per year, which now goes back into my pocket, which now goes back into the Mexican economy. An Asian Mexican economy. huevos uh, Rancheros, por favor dos cervezos. Gracias, Gracias. I learned most of my Spanish. By watching uh, cartoons. I know you're saying that's obvious. Speedy Gonzalez. Offensive character or not offensive? I somehow sensed that he was offensive. Oh, is Chad there. Oh. Gotta love that call. Let's see. Um, other things out there that are worthy of note today. DuPont just had a really awful quarter. And it's really giving me kind of a downer. I don't want to be... Too much of a downer. The police in Pennsylvania have issued an Amber Alert for a missing 10-month-old after her grandmother was slain in King of Prussia. How's that for a downer? They're looking for the baby. Grandmother was killed. Lexmark shares up 4.5%. If they were 1995, you'd give a hoot about Lexmark, but you don't. It's a printer company. Back in 1996, 97, 98, we're probably going, to, the growth of the PC markets in the sub-$400 market is strongly pushing the use of more printers, and we don't care about it anymore. We do get an Apple announcement today. Coming up in one hour and 19 minutes. Dun, dun, da! Before I die, I want to send out a mysterious... Text or email, predicting my death, and pinning it on someone. Iran's going to stop oil exports if sanctions tighten. Iran's producing about 4 million barrels a day. That figure conflicts with other estimates of the nation's oil production. That Romney said he's going to prevent Iran from acquiring a nuclear weapon. President Obama said that sanctions have been imposed on Iran have crippled the nation's economy. Boeing's building a 777 at a rate of about 8.3 a month. That's a 20% rise over the previous seven-month rate. Company said the production pace is the highest rate ever for a Boeing twin-aisle airplane. Strong demand for the 777. I know you're saying, but we're waiting for the 787, the Dreamliner. I know. Um, Harley, Harley Davidson, one of the greatest ticker symbols of all time. Uh, I'm waiting for Todd. Harley Davidson ticker symbol Hog reported a third quarter profit of 134 million buckaroos. Revenue reached up $1.09 billion, But that's down from last year's $1.23 billion. It's a motorcycle giant. They did a big restructuring charge. 3M cut their 2012 profit deal. They put up a sticky note saying that uh, revenue is going to be down next year. They referred to it as lower economic realities. You know the guy who invented the sticky note? 3M allows a portion of their employees to con- spend 10% of their time more or more coming up with new ideas. The sticky net was invented by a guy who was going to church and he was just getting tired of figuring out where to go in the Bible. Handbag Designer Coach talked about their third quarter profit hitting two hundred twenty one million, up two hundred and fifteen million last year, same time. Luxury goods maker. As one luxury goods company goes, maybe so goes the sector. It's something you want to pay attention to. Not always. There's four things that move a stock: the general stock market, the sector, the individual execution of the company, and then the visibility. Radio Shack swings a big loss. Third quarter loss: forty-seven million dollars. Again, who goes to Radio Shack? Other than like you get some sort of promotional deal for like ninety percent off a phone. I've always said, if you find me in a radio shack, I'll give you $10,000 in cash. There's a better chance that you find Elvis than you find me in a radio shack. Representative Barney Frank co author of the Dodd-Frank Act. He issued a statement today saying that prosecutors should not go after J.P. Morgan Chase over infractions committed by Bear Stearns. Barney Frank's legacy tarnished as one of the people who said, you know, everyone should get a home loan in America. Then we give everyone a home loan, and we decide that wasn't a good idea. Credit crisis happens. I think our politicians are to blame for the housing bust more so than bankers. But I think consumers are more so to blame than bankers. Consumers lied. Consumers overbought. Consumers assumed. Banks just facilitated all those issues you're listening to me, Roberto Negro, Roberto Negro de Doleros. on the Wall Street Business Network, find me at Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show, Facebook group page, I Hate Rob Black. AM
0: 1220, KDOW Traffic.